Hi, and welcome to Job Search the Smart Way, a podcast for graduate students and PhDs. If you're wondering what you can do with your degree, you're in the right place. You'll learn top tips and strategies you can apply to build an impactful career and meaningful life. Your host, Dr. Marin Wood, will share evidence-based research so that you can job search the smart way. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This is season two of Job Search the Smart Way and I'm Dr. Marin Wood. I'm a bit late in getting back to the podcast this year and so by way of an apology, let me tell you what I've been up to along with my team. As many of you know, we partner with about 40 institutions through our Beyond the Professoriate e-learning platform to provide career and professional development support for doctoral students and postdocs. And as we've become more visible on university campuses over the last couple of years, we've been hearing from master students requesting career and professional development to support their unique needs. What essentially they've been saying to us is, I wish that there were professional development resources to support master students like there are for undergraduates and doctoral students. And we were intrigued as a team. So we started digging into this problem. What were the professional development needs of master students? What did they need that they weren't getting from us or their institution? So for the past year, we've been conducting research, interviews, focus groups, surveys, and and webinars to learn more about master students and how and why they are different from doctoral students. And what we've done as a response is actually developed an entirely new platform and curriculum called Beyond Graduate School, and it's designed to support master students in earning their degrees and leveraging their education to secure meaningful employment, and it's designed specifically to address the unique professional development needs of master students. So I want to begin season two of this podcast by welcoming and recognizing some of our listeners who are master students and members of our Beyond Graduate School training platform. One of the things that makes the work that we do at Beyond Prof and Beyond Grad School unique is that we are able, as a, as a business and as an entity, to focus on the students. And this is a guiding principle for our work. Focus on the student and everything else follows. Now, this isn't to say that no one else cares about students. Rather, it's that people who are working within universities to support and prepare doctoral students and master's students for careers are often navigating competing demands within their organization. They have other stakeholders. They have graduate deans. They have career centers. They have the alumni office. They have faculty. And they have to balance these competing pressures while they do their job of supporting doctoral students. But our team, we have the luxury of just focusing on the student. And all we think about all day long is the problem of how and why graduate students are struggling to leverage their education and how can we develop digital scalable solutions, curriculum, and programming to help support their unique professional development needs. So what we've learned through our master, our research is that masters and doctoral students are just not at all the same. And to properly prepare graduate students for careers, we have to segment graduate student populations. We need to really understand why doctoral students are earning their degrees, what their goals are, and their unique challenges when they enter the job market. And those goals, desires, and ambitions of doctoral students are very, very different from master students. We need to understand the 
goals, aspiration, and challenges that master students are, are facing when they enter the job market and understand how those are different from our doctoral students. So let's start where our organization started with, which was what are the challenges facing doctoral students? To begin with, doctoral students pursue their education and training to become academics and faculty. Survey after survey show that the majority of PhDs, 80% of humanities PhDs and about 60% of STEM PhDs, identify faculty as their first choice career field. The reality, as we know, is that there are too few opportunities for all the talented people in academia, and the positions in academia are becoming less and less desirable. It's a race to the bottom. Just this past week, you know, we, I read a New York Times article about unpaid teaching positions. Unpaid teaching positions, not just adjunct positions, adjunct positions that are unpaid, including one that was recently posted at a top school in California. The reality is only about 17 to 34% of STEM PhDs will actually become faculty and less than half of humanities and social science PhDs will become faculty. And that includes people working off the tenure track. Now, institutions hope that PhDs will be interested in industry careers, but they are largely not interested in pursuing careers outside of the academy. In a survey that was conducted by Nature, only 25% of STEM doctoral students and postdocs identified industry as a first-choice career, compared to 60% who were wanting to pursue faculty careers. The data collected by the American Historical Association on Career Pathways of PhDs shows that less than 10% of history PhDs will end up working in industry. So they tell us in surveys, and then they tell us through their actions, they want to be academics, they don't want to work in industry. People who do want to work in industry, typically out of their bachelor's degree, go into industry, or they obtain a professional master's degree and then move into industry. It's people who want academic careers that pursue doctoral degrees. Otherwise, why do it? So we need to recognize that doctoral students have in fact made a clear career choice when they pursue their doctoral education and training. The problem, of course, is that there aren't enough jobs for all the people who are choosing that career choice. And the you know, to compound this, you know, there is a demand for doctoral students, right? Universities need doctoral students for labor, but also because an institution's prestige is in part dependent on the number of PhDs it produces each year. So while there is a demand for doctoral students, there is little demand for PhDs, either in or outside of the academy. And because there is little demand for PhDs, at some point in their program, a doctoral student will be asked by their institution to, quote, think about their career options and to be pushed to consider alternative careers to a faculty career. Of course, the doctoral student did think about what they wanted to do with their lives, which is why they're earning their degree and working towards becoming a scholar in their field. And then we wonder why there's, you know, we struggle to, you know, rethink the PhD or have little uptake on, alt on alternative career programs or workshops. This shouldn't be a mystery. Universities recruit people into doctoral programs, which are designed to produce scholars. The people who are investing years and thousands of dollars to earn these degrees also want to be scholars. They become part of an ecosystem in higher education, which denigrates all other career pathways as less than, a culture that actively dismisses industry or business as inferior and nefarious, and academic administrators as evil and incompetent, and professional work as uninteresting or uninspired compared to academic research and teaching. 
which is why PhDs worry about a career transition. In a survey we conducted of 3,500 PhDs, over half told us they worried that work and life would have less meaning and that they would not be intellectually engaged in a non-academic job. So if you follow the student, right, you follow the student and everything else follows, what you see very clearly is that the first obstacle PhDs face when pursuing non-academic jobs is that they don't want one. They don't want to go. Which is why so much of Beyond Prof, our proprietary curriculum and framework, focuses on this underlying issue. We have to help PhDs overcome their fears of career transition. That brings me to my second point that we know to be true at Beyond Prof which is that PhDs are in career transition. They spend seven plus years building their academic careers, and most are very good scholars. They are teaching, publishing, winning grants and awards, and they're building academic networks. And academia and academic work is very divorced from the professional workspace. A PhD is specialized training to become a scholar in a specific career field. It can't also be an all-purpose education that allows people to move seamlessly into professional careers. If that were true, if the PhD prepared people for all other career fields, institutions wouldn't also be actively building specialized master's degree programs and credentials for professional careers. That's because professional careers, just like academic careers, have specialized knowledge and discourses and training. The existence of these professional master degree programs reveals the lie that the PhD opens the door to many professional career fields. It doesn't. And on an institutional level, faculty and administrators must know that a PhD isn't substitution for, say, specialized training in data science or communications or marketing. Somehow, the rhetoric about career diversity for PhDs ignores the part of an institution that's minting professional master's program that teaches specialized knowledge and skills necessary to succeed in professional careers. These two are existing side by side within the university because the doctorate prepares you for an academic career and these professional master's programs train you for professional careers. Academic PhD programs and professional master's degree programs don't look anything alike. So to properly support PhDs moving from academia into industry, we must recognize three things. One, PhDs don't want to leave academia. Two, when they do decide to leave, either by choice or necessity, they are in career transition from their chosen career field into a new career path, pathway for which they are not prepared. Transferable skills will only get PhDs so far. They will need to read themselves into a new career field and often start in entry-level positions where they can learn that specialized knowledge and skills that they're not getting in their PhD programs and that is necessary to succeed as a professional in a new career field. PhD career transitions are hard. The process can be demoralizing. This is why so many PhDs remain in academia in poorly paid and contingent position. Because at least these poorly paid and contingent positions require what their training prepared them to be. A career transition is difficult and it takes time. It also requires PhDs to rethink their education and training, their future, their identity, and what they're going to do with their lives, their legacy. And this is what we know to be true at Beyond Prof. By truly focusing on the pain points of PhDs, we've been able to develop and design curriculum that addresses the unique challenges of doctoral students. But master students, on the other hand, are totally different participants in our educational systems. 
The vast majority of master's degrees, in fact, about 75%, are earned in professional degree programs. People that are pursuing master's degrees are actively building careers in professional career fields of interest, which means that the people pursuing master's degree typically want professional careers, unlike doctoral students who want faculty careers. Master's degree holders are seeking out additional knowledge and training in order to advance in their chosen professional career field. They are not PhDs. The majority of graduate students enrolled in master's programs are career-focused. They seek additional knowledge and training to advance in their professional lives, either in a career pathway they are currently pursuing or to help them move into a new career pathway of interest. In a survey that was done by Ipsos and Sally May, they found that 75% of master's degree holders had work experience in fields related to their degree, and 87% were pursuing the degree because they believed they would earn more money than an undergraduate degree, and only 25% of students would attain would, at- would attend graduate school for the intellectual or social experience, regardless of if they earned more money. Right, so they're doing this; they're uh, obtaining these advanced degrees because they want to be professionals and they want to advance in professional career fields, and they're doing it to make more money. I mean, how many PhDs are pursuing their P- their doctorate? because they think they're going to make more money. They know they can make more money going into industry, but they're still pursuing their doctorate. Master's degree holders are also focused on professional career success. 91% see their education as an investment in their futures, and 64% believe that the degree is the new minimum for any professional occupation. Because master's degree holders are pursuing the degree for career advancement and to maximize their earning potential, they are prepared to invest. Master's students are self-funded. This is one of the key distinctions that set master's students from both undergraduate and doctoral students. The typical master's student will pay for their degree through a combination of loans and wages. 60% will take out loans, and the average debt for a master's degree holder is nearly $70,000. In fact, 40% of all federal student loan in the United States is held by graduate students, even though they account for only 15% of the student population, and much of that debt is held by master's students. Another key distinction between master's students and other student population is that short time frame to earn their degree. Students must balance earning their degree with building networks, gaining experience through internships and practicums, and applying for jobs all within a one to two year time frame. Master students then are getting a quick dose of knowledge and training that is tied to a professional career pathway. Most master students, in fact, are actually entering their graduate program either directly out of their undergraduate degree or within the first 12 months. And although many institutions imagine their master's students as mature or returning students who are retraining for another career or advancing in their chosen career field, that's actually not true on the aggregate. What this means is that the vast majority of master's degree students have limited professional experience uh, outside of maybe a couple of internships, and they are hoping that this advanced degree will give them a competitive edge in the job market. That can be true, but the degree in and of itself is not usually enough. A master's degree indicates a mastery of knowledge. It doesn't tell an employer how the applicant has applied their skills with success to complete deliverables. And that's actually what employers are looking for when they're evaluating job candidates. How have you applied your skills with success? 
Master students then need to carefully evaluate their program to identify how and where they have applied their knowledge and skills to complete projects, either in coursework, thesis, or internships, and communicate that to employers. They have to identify and articulate the added value of their degree. In addition to this, we see too many master's degree holders trying to rely on their technical skills in order to land a job. But remember, everyone who's applying for a software engineering job will know pretty much the same thing. Someone with an MBA will be competing with other MBAs. So again, simply earning a degree is not enough. Master students need to learn how to communicate their unique value and fit to companies. They need to learn how to network authentically and strategically, and they need to learn how to communicate how, how what they've learned at, in their master's program can set them up for career success. And if they lack experience, how their ability to learn and grow will allow them to be successful as a professional in this new career field. So now the solution for PhDs and master's degree holders is the same. They need to learn proven job search strategies. But what that means in practice is very, very different, which is why we've developed two curriculums and two, two platforms one to support doctoral students and one to support master's students. And I'm really hoping that through our thought leadership at Beyond Prof and Beyond Grad School, we will not only be able to help students build impactful careers, but also lead institutions and help them recognize the importance of segmenting their graduate student populations. What works for PhDs doesn't work for master's students. The goals of doctoral students are different from those of master's students. The emotional and psychological challenges PhDs face are not those of the majority of master's students. So our call to action then is that we need robust career education and curriculum that is designed to address the pain points of graduate students and to recognize that our master's and doctoral students are just very different. And to understand that just because master's students don't share the psychological and social and emotional challenges of PhDs, that doesn't mean they're fine. Your master's students are not fine. They are also struggling. They're just struggling for different reasons. They also need professional development support and training to help them leverage their education and build impactful careers. And my final thought is this. If institutions are not serious about helping their graduate students, then they will continue to see enrollment decline. At the end of the day, the health and well-being of an institution's graduate programs will be measured by their alumni. And if their alumni are able to use their education to build careers, pay off their debt, and achieve a middle-class lifestyle. Universities spend an enormous amount of money on recruitment to their graduate programs. But remember, recruitment is tied to career outcomes. Yet if you look where institutions spend their money, it's, it's on bringing in more students, not on supporting the ones they already have in order to land jobs. Career centers are grossly underfunded. There is one professional development staff member for every 3,000 students, undergraduate or, or graduate, on a university campus. So over the next couple of months, we're hoping to build up the number of our institutional partners that we're supporting so that they can help graduate students maximize their investment in their education and training and build meaningful and impactful careers wherever smart people are needed. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Job Search the Smart Way, a podcast for graduate students and PhDs. For more resources to help you launch your next great career, be sure to visit beyondprof.com and sign up for our free events. And remember, 
smart people work everywhere.